speech is a little bit slurred because I still have stitches that run from my bottom lip all the way up to the top of my cheekbone there on the inside. Mm -hmm. So I don't really move my mouth too much on that side. The world rejoices. (laughs) (laughs) I can. I just don't do it. Can you feel them? Can I feel the stitches on the inside? I can feel the stitches, yeah. Like when um, you talk and stuff? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, I end up doing the bubble gump lip a lot. <laughs> and it gets on my fucking nerves so bad. I'm like, that's some bitch just out there. Some bird going to sh- land in it or land on it or shit on it. One. Well, so how did it go? Like the <clears throat> Well, the surgery was six and a half hours long. And then I had about two hours of recovery before I managed to become aware of my surrounding. You so doing weird it, shit? Like uh, no, somewhere? it was about nine o'clock when, when I regained all of my senses enough that I could remember what I did. And uh, so I didn't say this the last time we talked. <clears throat> Part of, part of my reason to be so scared about going under was, yeah, well, it was very personal, right? So, like, my father was a mean, mean drunk. And you know this because I didn't drink until I was past 21 because I was afraid of being that guy. Yeah. So I personally never drank until after that age and then finally i was like you know what i'm not that so i'm, I'm good and so yeah when i drink i'm i'm not mean at all i'm, I'm kind of happier and I'm, I'm very funny so i was worried about being put under because you know i'd i'd listen to other podcasts people talk about them being put under and then they they're just rude to their spouses and i didn't want to be that because i'd worked so hard not to be that person you know yeah, but as it turns out, I'm pretty funny and easygoing when I'm on it. Like I was just cracking jokes, and like they had me in a wheelchair, and I was going wee all the way down the hall. Uh, but, but so I I regained consciousness about 9 p.m. at night, and uh, the surgery went well but I didn't know I was going to have to have a catheter put in. So that, that didn't feel good. So yeah, they, uh, they'd already had all that out while I was recovering. So I didn't feel any of that, but. Oh, so they already took it out or something, mm-hmm. okay. but they, uh, before I could go home, I had to pee and that took forever. 
but finally it happened. But <clears throat> so because they were doing mouth surgery, I had to have a tube put into my nose for breathing. And it's about the size of your pinky. So imagine your pinky going all the way through your nasal cavity. Ouch. Yeah. And they pulled my cheek out and, and I ended up seeing pictures cause I went to the doctor last week. I ended up seeing a picture of it and it was so pulled tightly that you could see through it. You could see my veins and all that. Yeah. So that's why it, it fucked my face up, but not on the outside. You know, it, it just kind of, both my lips burst because they were so, you know, abused, damaged because they had to, they did everything through the inside of my mouth. So I'm grateful for that, but it was, it was, it was pretty rough on the old uh, lips and the corner of my mouth and my nose. I mean, it, it, it ate it all up. So that was, uh, that was really what the healing process was. I mean, my mouth is still currently healing. It still has the stitches in it. And, Matter of fact, I got to go to him tomorrow because some of the stitches had come out. And so he opened it up to enable me to be able to flush the food that got trapped there out yeah. as it as it healed up. So he just wants to check up on that. I am <laughs> not looking forward to that bill, but I already know <laughs> I, I matched out my deductible. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I matched what was it out. Deductible? $5,000 is what I'll have to pay, which I'd already planned for and, and did, did all the necessary steps because I thought I was going to have to be out for two months. So that's what we planned for, you know, and I cashed out my, my one 401k just to kind of bring everything up because this is before I found out what kind of surgery I was going to have. So I wanted to at least do the do as much preparation as I could and yeah. just do it that way. And so, yeah, I'll have to pay the mats because there's no telling what this cost. It's, it's, it was a crazy surgery made by highly skilled people. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's who you want doing it. Right. But unfortunately we don't always get that. And I got, he got recommended to me by my oral surgeon here in town who used to work at Vanderbilt. So he knows the good people <laughs> to, to go with. And he's the one who recommended uh, Dr. Vega for me. Excellent guy. I mean, he's, he's so ecstatic about it. You know, he's like, he, he loved showing it off, but then they showed me a picture of what they took, took out of me. And then a, a picture of my mouth as they were attaching the nerve back together. Oh. My wife is like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Can't look at that. Can't look at that. And so it, it was. It was really weird to see. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, it seems weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost surreal thinking back on it. At how quickly everything went once it was going, and then I just kind of laid around it. I had to separate myself from my little dog because she likes to jump in my face. So I basically spent three days in the bedroom. And, you know, and, you know, the healing process of it was actually decently manageable. I mean, currently that nerve, when they reattached it, because 
typically in the old days, they would just cut it and it'd be an hour long surgery or two hours long surgery. They just cut it and you'd, you'd always have that dead feeling in your bottom of your lip there on your, um, for me, it was be on my left side. So I always be, I'd have a dead softball size area that doesn't have any feeling. Right. Just take a punch. Yeah, I could, but they were, um, they were trying to save that nerve. And so that's why the surgery took so long. Cause they took their time cutting it out away from the bone. <clears throat> and then they had a plastic surgeon reattach it. Well, the nerve is now making the connections again. So I will have these intense moments of pain where, you know, when your foot falls asleep. Yeah, I'm tingling. Yeah. Say you took all of that and you put it at the end of a pencil and then you took that pencil and jabbed it into the bottom of your chin. That's what it feels like. Nice. Yeah. And it, it, it has a hot flashy burny feeling to it followed by that static so i mean i get that probably about every five minutes or so just randomly yeah just randomly it just comes out of nowhere i i know sometimes talking triggers it and eating and all that stuff but usually i'm not doing nothing and then to do it so i'm suffering to even do this podcast for you guys so you're welcome <laughs> all two of you <laughs> No, I mean, it, I just wish it would hurry up and connect, but I'm well ahead of the game as opposed to what I thought it was going to be. So I'm, I'm grateful for that shit. I mean, I thought I was going to be out for two months with a piece of my hip bone taken out. You're wheeling around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was nervous. I mean, I've had a rough three months, essentially not knowing what's what or you know what's up in the air and then all of a sudden i found out and then two weeks later i was having the surgery so it was it was it went really quickly after that but i mean i hadn't really done anything else um of note when it when it comes to you know interesting stuff to talk about <laughs> other than just kind of recovering and, you know, trying not to do too much. At least when you woke up, you weren't covered in cheese and crackers. Yeah. I've, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the, that was the first time I got drunk. Yeah. On gold slugger. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have just not drank <laughs> gold slugger and Jack Daniels. Lovely. Mm -mm -mm. Not really. I'd rather drink gold sugar than Jack Daniels. Like yeah. The, the, the cheap Jack Daniels. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, what is it? Gentleman Jack. That's pretty smooth. Um, yeah, that, it's good, but I, just the regular, I can't stand it. Nah, the regular is pretty harsh. The charcoal in it. The, my drink of choice now is rum. I like rum. It, it's a good kind of mixture i like amaretto too as as well you know but that's an offshoot you know for whiskey sour. alcohol like a child <laughs> yeah that's from essentially brock, brock meyer have you, did you ever watch that yeah 
Oh, oh, I really like that show. I'm watching it again right now. Really? He said, he said somebody's like something some, about drinking rum. He's like, still drinking sugar alcohol like a child. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't upgraded to the old man scotch yet. I need a study for all that. I don't know if I've ever had scotch. Some people fucking love it. Mm. I think my favorite right now is Jameson still. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not Jim Bean anymore. Oh no no no! I never liked Jim Bean. <laughs> well, you loved it at the July Fourth party that one time. That was the drink of uh, on hand, <laughs> not the drink of choice. <laughs> oh my god! I wish I know you got that fucking video, you bitch. Where's it at? I one day it was back when I lived at the other house. I sat down with all the tapes I had and went through them. And my stomach was hurting by the time I got through this. <laughs> like, like just that sick feeling of like, I don't know, just like watching yourself and watching mm-hmm. stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that one, we went to uh, Ben's up in Cookville. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick and them were there. Oh, yeah. And it was just like 90% of it was trying to get the one girl to take her shirt off. Mm-hmm. Flash of boobs. I was like, it's so cringeworthy. Every bit of it. It was. It was pretty rough. And I was your babysitter. Not that night. That night. Oh, was it? Oh, it was the uh, the other time. Yeah. In in his uh, where they were playing ping pong, right? Yeah. In the yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 At that place. Yeah. That I'm talking. I'm talking about Ben's, not Nick. I got you. I got you. Nick. Nick came there. I think to Ben's. But yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't really have any notes uh, this week. Was, I didn't. Did you do watch anything on the draft? Uh, so I didn't watch it, but I listened to people talk about it. You know, podcasts and stuff like that. Because um, I no longer have TV. TV. So I just. I mean, I could catch it on YouTube, but it'd just be a clip here or there, yeah. or there, you know. So, you know, it's it's the usual, you know. Aaron Rodgers was kind of crying ass, draft. you know. Yeah. So what do you think? What's your uh, observation on his shit? So I think Aaron Rodgers has a tendency to be petty, but I think in this case he has a lot of, reasons to be like why well it's so i i listened to people talk about it and the the way that they talked about it was the entire time that they've had aaron Rodgers, they've not drafted a playmaker in the first round the entire time They, they did one they did one um so they're not really giving him great weapons and then the weapons that he finds an attachment to like Jordy Nelson or uh, who's that kid that went to Buffalo shit. He, anyway, he found like good connections with these guys and then the next year they would just trade him away. And, and it's like they were actively going out of their way to get rid of the people around him that he enjoyed. Like they fired their quarterback coach that he had a really really good working relationship with all these years that he's been kind of quiet and just doing his thing because that quarterback coach is there. And then they just up and fired him one day. And ever since then, he's not been 
uh, the same with them. And then last year at the draft, they didn't even give him a courtesy, hey, we're going to move up to get a quarterback. You know, we know he's your replacement eventually, we hope, but you're still our guy. They didn't even do that. They just kind of, they just picked him out of nowhere. You know, well, how and, the turntables. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they, <laughs> that was, they, his, that was, that was him was. with, with Favre, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's why it's so, I don't know. I guess it's poetic. I don't, I don't know, but it, he just seems very petty a lot, but I don't think they've helped their causes on any of it. They've kind of burned that bridge <clears throat> along the way as well. So neither one of them are actually kind of benefiting the other. So I think they should just split. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand the reasoning to hold on to them. If you can get like two, like maybe a first rounder or, and maybe an, a second rounder, hell, maybe even two first rounders for I mean, the next two be, years. From what I read that the 49ers offered, offered them the next three first rounds. Yeah. Why wouldn't you take that? They should have. <clears throat> Because now it's going to play out longer and longer, and oh, yeah. you're going to get less and less for him. I thought he was he was really gunning for Denver, the yeah. Peyton Manning route. They they talked like it was already a done deal before the draft. Yeah, I don't know, nothing panned out. I don't I agree think, that they haven't done anything because I mean he's had, like you said, Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson was awesome, and they uh-huh. didn't, they didn't get rid of him till he was past his prime. I mean, you see what happened to him one year in Oakland, and then he was gone. Yeah, but that I mean, then, you've seen people be great with Tom Brady, but they're terrible everywhere else. I mean, it, it, it's about that connection with I don't the think he was great with Brady. <laughs> he hit everybody. I think that's the thing with Brady. Yeah. <clears throat> he just spread it around. He just so made I, him look better, I, I think. Devontae Adams is like a top five receiver, and he, they've had him for three or four years now. Yeah, but they didn't draft him in the first round. I don't care where they drafted <laughs> He has what? weapons. It's not like he didn't have weapons, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but you got to understand that uh, – that his entire tenure, he's just been kind of, I don't know if you would call it Belichick. checked, you know, you just not, they're not actively going out and getting the people to help him in his area. I, I disagree though. I think when you, especially when you have a, when you're taking that big giant paycheck, like he is. Oh yeah. he does That's hurting it. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the top paid. Yeah, oh, yeah. and that's, that's a big problem. So like he has an O-line that's been, great then i think pretty much his entire tenure so that that's the biggest thing with you know a quarterback is how you have great off which is what you would hope for as a quarterback right yeah Yeah, but most of them don't that's the problem a lot of them don't yeah so they don't last he has a great line he has at least one great receiver for almost his entire tenure and then they brought in people you know not a lot but they've they have drafted receivers they've brought in different tight ends trying to get him help you know so I don't I don't feel like he's and the running game's been good even though they don't have like a bell cow they've been doing like the committee thing and it's been working. It's been good for maybe two years, but before that it was kind of unheard of. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But and they're working on the defense. Like the defense has never been horrible. It's not like the Titans mm-hmm. was last year. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the great. I mean, like I mean, look at LA. LA never had he had a great running back, but he never had like big giant playmaking receivers. We talk about hey, McCaffrey, man. He never What'd had playmakers. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but he was not like a top five receiver or anything. Oh, hit stick Rod McCaffrey. Smith, Rod Smith was good, <laughs> but he he wasn't you know like you know 
Randy Moss or anything, you know. So. Right, but that, that's a different era. These guys are even more prima donna than they've ever been. Oh, shit. Hmm. I mean, look at Matt Ryan. He, he's had freaking Julio and shit, and it yeah. ain't worked for him, so. I don't know. He, he's been MVP. Aaron Rodgers been MVP three times. Yep. But he's still, he kind of chokes in the postseason, so. I just think it's better for all parties if he just split. If you can get something for him and something, like you said, three first round, three? Come on. Now you're just being fucking stubborn. Yep. I feel you know, it's it's ridiculous. Like I keep seeing more and more. Like today I saw there was something saying that one of the other players said that Aaron Rodgers would mock the GM or something like that. Like he would make imitations of him. Yeah, <laughs> like he's been going for on for a while. He's very petty about that shit. But it the GM, ca- it feels kind of. Like, go sorry. ahead. It feels like the Antonio Brown thing, where it's like, oh, yeah, nothing, nothing, and all of a sudden you hear like a thousand stories of it's been going on forever. You've opened the floodgates. You know, yeah. everybody was hush hush, and then one person leaked it and didn't get reprimanded for it. So he got that big Jeopardy money. Now he don't give a shit. Yeah, I watched a uh, I watched a YouTube highlight of it. He's not bad. I didn't see it. Yeah, I just I just typed in uh, Aaron Rodgers Jeopardy and just watched. Uh, there was a question about the Packers, and these nerds didn't know it, but they knew every other question in the category. <laughs> it was like um, titles, winning titles, or something like that. And it was like question number three of the category. He's like, "Hello, Green Bay Packers," <laughs> you know, but they knew like some fucking offshoot of. Uh, some hockey game or some shit. LeVar Burton said, they're like, what the fuck? I thought this was a right. shooting for me. Yeah. And I, now this, this fucking football fucker <laughs> over here, prima donna motherfucker that wants to take over. It's just weird. Yeah. He seems like such a weird choice to bring in anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, he must have just been like, okay, cool. The, um, I, I think he should just leave. I'd be like, come to the Titans, but then I don't want them. I don't want that kind of craziness. I mean, I wouldn't mind having him because I, I like that like skill level. Yeah, he's he's skilled, and I don't feel like he brings like a like a instant drama type shit. I think it's just because he's been there so long and all that right. built yep. up. But at the same time, like it would take a shit ton to get him here, and then we got to pay him on top of that. Yeah. So I, I feel like it wouldn't be worth it. I feel like Tannehill's good enough. We just need to work on the defense. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. And they did, right? They they drafted a bunch of uh, – yeah. their, their first pick was a cornerback. Um, yeah. I just don't think that – What? why would they refuse to just let him go? So say they traded him off for the picks, right? And mm-hmm. then you got – who's his backup? What is his name? Love? Jordan Love. Yeah. So you got Jordan Love. And, and they're high on him, right? They drafted him for that reason. And he's set for a year. He's learned. So he comes in and say he does terrible, outright terrible. So you get a high first round pick and you get another one from the 49ers. That's not a bad deal. I mean, if, if he isn't the future at that point, you can, you can then move on so that they're just worried about one losing season. I don't know. Like over pride. You think they'd like try and trade because it was the Broncos or the main people right yeah <clears throat> or later on if it was them like, it's out of division right and yeah it's out of the division but also like trade for their their uh guy they picked drew lock yeah um 
now you just have to give them guys. a backup. Yeah. yeah. Now you have two guys that could possibly be a starter. Because I hear good things about Drew Locke, but also hear shit. So it's kind of yeah. like the Sam Darnold thing, you know. You hear he's being held back or whatever, and then you also hear other things. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of he, he. I know he waited to do this to get him back because they did that shit last year to him, where they didn't give him that courtesy call. Yeah. Um. So, with that being said, was there anything really crazy about the draft? No, I thought there was one. Uh, is a former player whose son was drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. Can't remember his is name. that Samuel? Asante Samuel? No, he, I think he went like the third round. Oh, okay. There, there's, there was two cornerbacks or safeties, defensive backs that were, their their sons were drafted this pick, this uh draft. It's crazy. I was like, I thought that they just played a couple of years. It was been like yeah. 15 years, but <laughs> right. Yeah, it was weird seeing like Junior on two different names. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, we're getting old. I can't think of the guy's name. I'm trying to bring it up, but um, he was bitching because of the whole uh Aaron Rodgers thing took over like the, of his, like nobody was talking about it when his son was drafted because they're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Oh. I was like, it's better than, uh, them bitching about or bringing it up. God damn it. <laughs> did you have some audio play through? No. Um, <clears throat> I just did. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It was something I picked. Yeah, uh, Patrick Sartain. Sartain, yeah, yeah. His son was drafted number nine, and nobody expected him to go like that high. I think. Yep, yep. And so like he was complaining about everybody was talking about the stupid Aaron Rodgers shit instead of like his son being drafted so high for a cornerback, and he was drafted ninth. Uh, the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of crazy that quarterback went for the first three picks. Yeah, it was. It was. I. I knew it was going to be a year of it because the year before the quarterbacks were kind of terrible. You know, it wasn't, there wasn't anything like a Trevor Lawrence or, you know, they're just, it didn't have that flash, you know, it was just Tua, wasn't it? Yeah. And I guess love, but I'm not yeah. sure if that was the first round or not, That's but I mean, it, yeah, it's just, you know, they're that I knew this one would be a little more, quarterback heavy five in the first round and a lot more teams needed them you you could see that from the offset of last year's uh teams just looking at them you're like oh jaguars jets broncos i mean there's just so many that needed some uh san francisco they need one well so it's also people giving up on quarterbacks kind of yep yep like you said, the, the 49ers, they have Garoppolo, but they took a, one in the third pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Broncos, they just drafted Locke a year or two ago, and they already drafted another one. Uh, Chicago Bears went 11th and picked one, and they've, you know, just, they've, I mean, what's his name? He's been a quarterback for, what, four years, three years? Who's that? Uh, shit, I can't think of his name. <clears throat> the Bears. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his fucking name? Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah. Biscuit. And who was the last one that took one? Uh, the Jets. Oh, New England. Oh yeah, that's right. That's not yeah. surprising. <laughs> no, they need they need one, yeah. and they they drafted a Tom Brady mini me Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah. 
What was it? Did you see his real name? It's like McDilly or something like that. <laughs> I kept seeing it. I was like, what? Hang who, on, let me who find are it. they talking about? Mac Jones. Please don't play a fucking video. Damn it. All right. It didn't play. Willie McGinnon. Let's see here. It just says Mac Jones. It didn't say McCorkle. McCorkle? It's Mac Michael <laughs> McCorkle Jones. Wow. MC capital C O R K L E. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but Belichick loves Alabama players because he knows they're going to be disciplined. And what does he run? Yeah. A very disciplined program, right? <clears throat> and it's flashy bullshit. But it was also like I saw, and it could have been just a stupid, you know, clickbaity type article, one, you know, thing. But it was talking about, I thought it was Matt Jones, and it was a, uh, because it was a uh, Nick Saban. Saban? Right? Saban. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. uh, he was the practice squad quarterback for him. And he kept throwing these like, deep bombs for touchdowns during practice. Yep. And because uh, he Saban. was behind Tua and the other guy, right? Yeah. And so like Saban told him to cut it out. He's like, well, you make your defense stop me. But I was reading people, I was like, practice squad quarterbacks were meant to throw certain plays only because mm-hmm. you're making the team practice against that play. Is this so fucking – if it's is this Mott's <laughs> – yeah. From fucking varsity blues. <laughs> so if you're, if you're supposed to be running a quick slant and you're throwing the deep bomb and nobody's covering it, well then yeah, nobody's gonna stop it. Right, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's doing uh uh um fucking they're rushing the line and he's throwing yeah. over their heads. <laughs> he's throwing Hail Marys and they're playing goal line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a video of uh a Giants uh fan sitting there and uh the eagles took Devonte. i think it's Devonte smith uh, which i guess it was that uh fan wanted the giants to draft mm-hmm. and he started punching holes in the wall what? and then his wife started yelling at i don't have they deleted it because I, I sent it to uh wow because you know he's a giant fan. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, it didn't play, or it's, it's deleted. So I checked it, and yeah, they deleted it. But it's pretty funny. He jumped up and started punching the, just punching holes in the wall, like pissed off. And then his wife jumps up. She's like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Get the fuck up there, because they're like in the basement or whatever. Get right. The fuck up there. He's like, calm down <laughs> or chill out or something like that. I was like, oh shit. I don't understand why people get so worked up like that. Like, no, what do you have vested? in your life that is like this i guess because i don't follow college i have no idea if the players are even good or not yeah but i mean i mean i would never get that invested in it anyway yeah i mean that's a little crazy but i see it all the time where they break their fucking tvs and shit i'm like dude i i work too hard for my shit i'm i'm sorry i learned that lesson a long time ago fucking game controllers and shit like that it shit ain't it ain't cheap. Well, I've seen people do it playing games too, throw their controller into the screen and shit. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. you you learn that shit early on. You're like, fuck, another eighty dollars. What? I never thought to do it because I knew how much it costs. Exactly. I just don't get uh I don't know, it just seems kind of childish. Yeah. But it is what it is. They can do what they want. It's their fucking money. Actually, 
a lot of times it's our money, but shh, we won't mention taxes. <laughs> Speaking of money, look at you fucking uh, raking in the old doge. Yes, he was a little bit down. Yeah, what are you at? 2,500 or some shit? 2,640. Yeah, you bitch. You better buy me something nice. You ain't getting shit. What? Nothing. That's some horse shit. I looked it up. You didn't tell me to buy Doge. Yes, I did. You told me you bought. I looked, I got the I got the fucking text messages right here. I got the meme I made where it says, have you heard about Dogecoin? And it says uh, you liked it. I, yeah, I liked it. But I want to see when the date was on that. It was it was when I was I was finding it all. Because I remember. I remember thinking I found like a fucking hidden gem. And oh, then I no. text you. Let me see, I got it right here. No, <laughs> sir. I text you and you're like, yeah, I bought that too. I was like, what's up, a bitch? Because I couldn't figure out how to fucking search for shit. Yeah, there's really no way. <laughs> it, well, I mean, you have to know exactly what you're looking for. Uh, you said, so I put $5 into a cryptocurrency, much like Bitcoin. It's very new and starting out. I got 1,500 shares at 3 or 0.003. Yeah. Um, I said, sweet, how do you find penny shares? And you said, look up cryptocurrency. And then you sent me something that said, got a bad feeling. Uh, you're up 50 or 70%. And I said, I bought $5 a doge. And he said, me too. Hope we become millionaires. Oh, I'm sure I sent you the link to Doge. Don't you worry. I don't about think it. you did. I'm looking, I'm, at, I'm looking up the memories right fucking now. I want I want to see screenshots of dates. <laughs> the, the only <laughs> thing Facebook is good for, but the problem is I can't fucking. I could, what really creeped me out was I could look back that far at my texts. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. They, like I thought it deleted like after 30 days or something. It deletes off your phone, but it saves in the iCloud. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I was like, I just typed in something like Doge or something like that. And I just started scrolling. I was like, holy shit, it goes all the way back to fucking as soon as I bought it. Yeah. Because I remember it was the same day when we were talking about last week or last episode. It's crazy. Yeah. That's kind of I mean, it's it's a different world. We don't own anything. <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm never surprised when they, they say they can, like, the government can find that shit or go through it. But I was like, oh, I can just search and it was right there the whole time. No, the thing is, the government can't legally get into your account. Apple fought them on it. And that's why they, all of a sudden, all the all the companies have turned against them. Is Apple? Yep. Because the uh, <clears throat> FBI tried to take over this one kid's phone. And they would not unlock it for the FBI because it was a breach of their contract. Hmm. But yeah, it's interesting, right? Uh, a lot of people made a lot of money off of it and they still are. It's still going up. When are you going to sell? Like, what's your breaking point? I'm probably not. Um, <laughs> I may dump half of it, but I'll, I'll still hold on to it. When, like, what's your selling point for that half? I don't know. I thought about the dollar, but then I also thought about $10, you know, a share. Yeah, I did the same exact thing. Cause I was like, I could sell it. If I sold it a dollar, that's $4,000. Yeah. 
I was like, that's a lot of money. But I was like, but then if I save for 10,000, that's 40,000. Yeah. 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 I was like, and like I said, you know, the whole time, you know, if I don't ever sell it, it crashes. It's only five or $12, I think now gone. Right. Yeah. But then the day I was like, I still know I fucking could have had that money. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what to do. Like, I don't think, I just don't, at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to do like Bitcoin where it keeps going and keeps going. I feel like we're on a trend because it's like a, 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 trend you know like it's, it's a meme almost where it is pretty much i mean it is a meme but at the same time you know we, you, you, all you gotta do is look at what you bought it at so it it has legs underneath it but it, it's taken three years to get there yeah and i mean the fact that it keeps going up even when it's gone back down after it hits a rise yeah it still plateaus and then mm-hmm. back up from there so it's if not, you just hold on to it yeah you're it, all right it doesn't crash all the way back down. It just crashes uh-uh. down to a certain point, and then from there it goes back up. So I've I've never seen a crypto crash to the bottom like I have some of the stocks I bought. Yeah, I, I don't. This is the only cryptocurrency I've ever kept up with. Oh yeah, and I only kept up with like two or three stocks. I sold my China stock. Oh, did you? Yeah, because the the date was coming up. It's like in a couple of days, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to still have it, and then it's like banned or something. I was like, I'll just oh. sell it now. Yeah, I mean, I had three fucking shares. It's not, they're not going to do shit for three shares, but yeah. <clears throat> so now I have like $4 and 94 cents of buying power. We'll fucking put it in doge, but I thought about it, but that's only like, it's only like 10 doge coins. Yeah. I, that's what the trustee asked me. She's like, do you have stock in doge coin or do you have doge coins? I was like, I don't know. You don't have coins through Robin hood. So typically with crypto, what you will do say like if you bought coinbase or something like that you then have a physical coin that you can move between other servers like i can transfer the binary or you know some other servers because i have i have other cryptos in other markets on Robinhood, the only one that i have is doge and that's because it supersedes everything and and, it, and i've had it for years right yeah um so with Robinhood, it's not a technical coin that you can move between apps or move between applications. Like I couldn't use what I have in Robinhood to buy a good. What you had to do with Robinhood, you just had to cash it out. You'll cash it out. Robinhood pays you and you know, you'll pay your taxes on it and all that stuff with say like Coinbase or a different app that they now have like Webull or Binance, you know, you buy it there and you can transfer it to other apps. You can transfer it for services, for goods, anything that you can, you can use because it's not actually the same as a stock. It's an actual crypto. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's, it's a little different on Robin hood, but honestly, you're not buying stuff with a Bitcoin right now. So Robin hood's okay for what you're using it for now. When, when, and if, Amazon accepts cryptocurrency like a Dogecoin, then the fucking sky's the limit on that. It's going to hit the fucking moon for sure. You think they'll ever get to that point? Yeah, they're talking about it. And Elon Musk, who is the Doge father, I guess he calls himself. Yeah. Because every time he tweets about it, it goes up. Yeah. He that- he uh he's going to be on SNL this week. So that's why the spike isn't it? Mm-hmm. This last week. Yeah. Because they're they're assuming he will talk about it, 
but SNL cast members are being little bitches about him being on there. I was like, I just don't get it. I don't understand the hate for him. I don't understand why they hate his practices and stuff like that. But uh, I'm not, I'm not vested to read enough to hate somebody like that. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, what you would call it. So he did say cryptocurrency was going to be the currency of the moon. So which one that is, I don't know, but that video I sent you of that guy, he had, he had $1.6 billion in Dogecoin and he sold a billion dollars of it. And he still has 0.6 billion or yeah. 0.6 of a billion. That's crazy. Yeah. That's bonkers. I mean, if you just sank like, you know, maybe $5,000 in it when it was like 0. .0008 when we first seen it. Three. Yeah. yeah. It's craziness. Yeah. I, I was like, if I only put like 20 bucks instead of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's life though. You can't be like, if yeah. I only, if I did this or did that, you know. I mean, you just kind of, all right, you just roll with the punches. I made a bad decision there, but maybe I'll hold on to it this time. So I'm glad I put that 12 overall into it to begin with, you know? Yeah. It was, you know, like I, I did a couple of times, but $12 and all or whatever. It's still, it was, it was a dream. I didn't expect it to yeah. actually work. You know, I didn't and, expect to ever go right. make any money. So not at all. Yeah. And I had way more than you did in those. And I was playing with the stock market quite a bit back then. And I probably had a hundred dollars a doge at that time. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, but I ended up selling it because I just kind of quit messing with the stock market because we bought the house. Right. And I was like, well, I need to put my money somewhere else. And so I, I just said, fuck it. I'm not going to deal with it anymore. And just kind of sold all my assets off and I bought things with it. Right. Washer, dryer, you know, stuff, other things. And now I'm like, well, fuck, I wish I would have kept it, but I can't do that in my head because it would drive me fucking bananas. Yeah. If I do that, it does suck, but it is what it is at this point. You know, you, you, you live and learn from it. Yep. That's why I'm like, I just want to hold on to it now. <laughs> Cause what am I out? You know, a little bit of money I put in at the beginning. Yeah. That's so why I just listen to Chelsea because she keeps saying, just let it go. Let it keep going. Yeah. I mean, we, at the end we, day, we have money and savings. It's not like we exactly. Do. It's, it's not like we're, uh, we're starving for any money. Now that's different, right? If, if something happens like you needed to pay a bill or, you know, something like that. Oh, yeah. It'd be gone. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it ain't hurting just to sit there. Now, Robin Hood, I don't really trust a lot. So that's my only other thing we saw their true colors when it come to GameStop you know I really was it just because the, they said their system crashed they couldn't sell or no couldn't pay it, out? It, it was all bullshit but because, that's what they said right yes okay so what what they did was a, a group of people us our people and I had GameStop stock too but I bought it because of the high dividends I was earning passive income so I had quite a bit of that just to actively earn those dividends that they do quarterly or you know whatever the the company decides to give out dividends you know most of the time it's annually they'll give you like a 17 percent of the what you currently own in them they'll they'll give it to you so 
that that's how you make money in the stock market passive income so you got to look at the highest ones and stock and fucking gamestop was really high up there and it was only going for like three dollars a share when i bought it and i was like hell yeah so I bought, I don't know, I, I can't remember, maybe $30 worth. And I just kind of let it sit there and I forgot about it. And, you know, and then when it, when push comes to shove, here it is, you know, it's, it's peaking at, you know, 300, 330, 350 a share because they, these, these guys got together on Reddit and learned how to manipulate the system the same way that the stock market does every fucking day. They do this. Yeah, but that's not rich. We're not poor people. Though. That's not poor people. That's rich people. And so the poor people finally got together and and poor is, you know, as compared to Wall Street people. Right. The uh, poor people got together and be like, hey, this is how they do it. And they're like, oh, fuck, we should do that. And so they did it. And the fucking market went over. It, it just flipped over. And then Robin Hood's like, oh, no, I can't pay all this. You know, I'm not paying all that, you know, kind of because they didn't believe it was real and that, you know, we'd, we'd cracked the code on their monopoly. And so they made up that bullshit excuse and it fucking pissed me off. And then Elon Musk gets on there and then he starts talking shit about that and other companies that do it. And now all of a sudden he is the bad guy because they all got a fucking agenda. Even though, like, probably, I don't know, 90% of his stuff is to maybe improve the human condition. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he tries to do stuff that other people aren't doing because he's trying to make the world just a little bit better. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to to see it play out like that. What did you sell your uh, GameStop stock at? Uh. I can't remember. Um, do, 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 do. Let's see if I can look it up. It wasn't at the peak, though? No, because they wouldn't let me sell it then. Oh, so you tried and that was... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 0% buy right now because of because you don't know if you can do it. Yeah, let's see here. I sold it. It's at one fifty nine right now, and for the year, the highest it went was three forty seven, and I think I ended up selling it at like ninety something. That's still a big gain. You said you bought it three dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it was a big gain, but it wasn't. I could have been three times as much. Right. And it, and it wasn't a lot of shares either. It was. 10 shares, nine shares. That's almost a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm not. It'd be better if it's 3000. But... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not complaining about it because I was like, hell yeah. You know, I was only holding it for the dividends. So, so, I mean, it wasn't no skin off my teeth, you know, like I sold stock that, like I said, those Chinese stock or whatever I sold it. China. So now I have, you know, that money is my buying power. How do I put that back in my bank? Like if I wanted to, you just do a deposit. Okay. Yeah. You just go into it and then you'll do uh transfers transfer to your bank. So I don't have that. Maybe does it have to be over $5 or a certain amount or something? No, no, no. Go, go to your, 
Go all the way over to your profile. Hey. Oh, okay. Go down and transfers. <laughs> okay, transfer. Okay. I was trying to do it from my buying power. Though. And just so you know, that cost you a hundred more dollars right then. No. It's called a financial expert, buddy. You're gonna have to pay to play. I'll give you a hundred coins of e coins. <laughs> Eric coins. <laughs> Eric coins. Eric hundred shares. They're gonna be worth a lot. I'll take some Ethereum coins. That'd be great. Nope. Mace coins. Mace coins. There it That's is. That's called. Oh, you could start your own. I like coins. I want bucks. Mace bucks. <laughs> I'm not doing coins. Paper <laughs> currency. That's where it's at. Coin, coin. No, no, <laughs> nobody does coins anymore. Coins are hot right now. Yeah, but they're, they're the past. Bucks. Oh. Where's that? <laughs> I'll give you some of that and some. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of the name of it. I'm gonna do silver dollars and make them look like nipples. <laughs> what's the, what's the, damn it? The place where you, you can go play uh, arcade games. An arcade? <laughs> no, like the the, the, the flashback the, arcade. No, it's the two the two guys' names. It's oh, like, Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster. I'll give you Dave and Buster bucks. That's oh, okay. All right, I, fuck. I like Dave and Buster's. I'll do that. I don't know if they have shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a watch, watch it be like $300 shares. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Fucking sold, bitches. One other thing, I did have one thing. I, I, have you ever watched Ted Lasso? Mm. It's actually on Apple TV, I think. Dave, Dave and Buster's stock is $45 a share. You ain't getting that. Uh, what, bitch? You just, everybody just heard you. Now they see what kind of man you is. I said a hundred points of Dave and Buster's card, <laughs> which is a dollar. You don't even know that if that's real. <laughs> well, I made it up, so it's got to be. No, oh. that's what you're getting. All right, what did you just, say? I'll, I'll go get a Dave and Buster's card and just write a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ted Lasso. The name sounds so familiar to me. It's the uh, Jason Zanakis show on Apple. Let me look it up. He's a soccer coach, <clears throat> which sounds boring. And I don't like soccer. I like Jason Sudeikis, but he's got like a big giant mm -hmm. mustache. He looks like. A oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. I've heard nothing but great things. Like I think uh, some of the, the LSG people were posting about it being really good. Everything I've seen has been really good, but I just kind of put off watching it because I didn't I don't care about soccer and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. It's really, really good. Is it I've, funny? Yeah. The premise is pretty much like uh, major league. Okay. It's like this woman inherited her. I think she wanted a divorce, her, her husband's soccer club. Mm -hmm. And so she, she wants to destroy it. Cause that's the only thing he really loves. Cause he cheated. Oh, on I got you. Oh yeah. It is very much like yeah. uh, major league. So she hires this. It's funny because he was like, he was kind of like if MTSU had you know, their coach, like won their title or whatever it would be mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. It's like that. He's the coach of like a small town, like Wichita, Kansas team or something. Mm -hmm. And the only reason it's even big news is because he was on like a viral video where he was dancing, like with the team, like in the, in the, the locker room. Yeah. He's doing this little like old timey dance. It's really funny. And so like she hired him to coach their soccer club he's never he doesn't know anything about soccer at all <laughs> so he, he comes over there and he's with this he's got this coach with him that's really funny 
and you know everybody hates him they call him wanker like all the fans hate him the the, yeah. the club doesn't like him and it's just him winning them over one at a time it's really really funny i liked it a lot i, I haven't watched the last episode yet but hmm. i'm surprised how much i liked it and uh i mean i watched it all the way through and then except for the last one and then Ch- i got chelsea to start watching it, and now we're all the way back to the last episode <laughs> now you're watching it again yeah so i liked it that much Hmm. I think I have an Apple account with Verizon. You probably do. That's what I think Ben put me on his family account. That's yeah. The reason I have I it. think I have one, so I need to do that. You watch that, and there's that mis- um, was it mythical quest or whatever. Yeah, Rave. I've I've been wanting to watch that one. It's good too. I've watched all of it. Huh. Raven's Quest. Mythic. Oh yeah, yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's good too. I can. I just like. Uh, Ted Lasso better, but that's really good too. That's pretty much but, all. Oh, there's like nothing on Apple TV. Yeah. There's that. There's the M. Night Shyamalan TV show. It's like a horror show, but I didn't, I watched the first episode. I didn't like it. Mm. It's like, you know, it's all horror. I ain't yeah. For it. it was really creepy. So I just realized that, that one of my pictures that got selected for the art exhibit, it's this week. <laughs> what art exhibit? Uh, the Berlin photo exhibition. Uh, it was so I do this app called Guru Shots, who I talked about on here. Google well, Guru. Guru. Well, they early early on in my picture taking, I took a picture of Machine Falls, the waterfall in Tullahoma. And for whatever reason, that one got selected top 10% of the votes. And nice. because of, because of that, they, uh, they're going to show it and they were originally supposed to show it last year, but COVID fucked all that up. And I just realized that this week is when it shows and it's in Berlin, but they do a virtual thing. Are you supposed to go? No, hell no. <laughs> um, you just, you know, you just sign in virtual i mean it's free it's on my facebook but you just you'll just like go and and you can select a picture and it brings you up to it you know they do kind of like a little virtual reality setup like you're you're there you know kind of thing yeah but i just realized that's this week so kind of neat yeah that's cool you have to post because i don't i can't find it I see, I see I see exhibits, but it doesn't show anything till June. Yeah, let me see here. I'll share it to my news feed. That's cool though. I mean, just something that big. <clears throat> uh, is it? I don't know. It's in Berlin photo exhibition. I think it's to me that's more impressive than like getting selected by the Tennessean or something. As right. Players. I mean, it's, that's you know limited to here or they found it throughout the whole world, you know, it's pretty impressive. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not a established artist like you are. I but... You didn't get paid 250 bucks for that. did you? <laughs> no, I'm about to cash in <laughs> through you though. Uh, you posted your Facebook. Um, I'm doing it right now. Okay. Um, I didn't even, I come home and didn't even get on, get on my computer at all or nothing like that. I just it was May the 4th so I come home and took that because I didn't have anything in in preparation for it I was like fuck god I mean this surgery kind of 
it, it messed up my days and I just, you know, I just kind of go through the days. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, it's May the 4th. So, oh, by the way, happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. But I come home and I set up the Vader and the Luke and just a real kind of generic pose, I guess, to me. But the shot actually come out a lot better than I thought it was going to because I literally had no plans or no ideas for it. <laughs> I just got home and set it up. And then uh, Michelle had to do a little bit of work at home. So I had a, I had maybe an hour of free time. So I spent that just doing After Effects and Photoshop, like doing the lightsabers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to turn out fairly decent, I guess. So it, it's really weird. I'll post stuff on Instagram or on TikTok, you know, the behind the scenes stuff. And some of those will do really good on, on numbers for me, for me, you know, I'm not uh, a fucking hot chick shaking her ass, getting millions of views, you know? Um, But like there's, and I guess just cause mortal Kombat, but I did a mortal Kombat shoot maybe a week before the movie come out. And I had a behind the scenes to it and it had a Mortal Kombat theme song on it. And and it did okay. I mean, it, it had, you know, like 600, 800 views on it for the longest time. But for whatever reason, last week, I'm over 3,000 on it. They just, it just kept going and going and going. So I don't know if maybe another part of the country or world got access to Mortal Kombat and they were just searching it on Instagram. And it would just come up and people would see it and just kind of, you know, go... But it's so strange how some of that stuff, you know, just kind of takes off weeks after it's been been out, you know? Yeah. And TikTok is kind of the same way. Like I had a video on TikTok that's almost at 6,000 views and it's like back to the future. It's like for whatever reason, it just kind of it resonates with people all of a sudden or it gets hot or maybe TikTok's like here, share, you know, they're they're spreading it out there. You don't think it's just like the certain hashtag or anything you use see i I thought that and i was like well i'll use these hashtags forever (laughs) and it it didn't work the next time you know but a lot of times when i do when i do make those videos on tiktok especially i'll use music that isn't popular because newsflash popular music is fucking terrible so i'll use older rock music or you know maybe a synth wave song or something something that i personally like and it's usually the songs get the traffic. So if you don't play their game, if you don't pick their little Cardi B song or some shit, it doesn't typically do as much. Um, and I've tested this. I did like a hashtag, you know, and I did the trending hashtag. And, it, and you get a fucking shit ton of views in the first 24 hours. It's crazy. But I don't know. It's just it's interesting to watch stuff take off after the fact. It's like. In your head, you're like, oh, shit, maybe, maybe there is skill here. Maybe, may, you know, maybe, maybe people do see something that they like, you know, yeah. as opposed to just hiding under a hashtag and just, you're just riding the wave of somebody else's, you know. And I'll, I'll share this to verbal chaos. If I can. Have you found yours on this this exhibit? No, it uh, it's not going to show up till the seventh. Oh, the seventh. Okay, I was looking through it trying to find it. 
Yeah. No, as far as I know, it won't show up until then. I don't know. There's a lot of good photos on there. Yeah, they're nice. I like them. But the same thing with that app right there. So a lot of times I'll I'll be on there and uh, my picture... I know looks better than some other pictures because you get on there and you battle people, right? You go head to head, like they give you a theme. And then if you have a picture in that, you, you go, Hey, I have this picture and you put it, you put it on there. And so the more you vote, the more traction or traffic your photo gets for people to vote on, you know, it's also based on how much follow that person has because they can tweet it and all that shit. No, not with this app. With this app, it's all about you voting. It's not, it, it doesn't bring any social media into it. The only social media is when you're selected, you get, you know, you'll get, you know, the, the exhibit and you can share it. But as far as that app goes, it's just the pictures that live on that app. And say like earlier they had one, it was like, um, lined up in a row so it was all like do you have a picture of stuff lined up in a row that you can use for an art kind of thing so i had one where i took a picture of columns in murfreesboro where they you know they all kind of go toward the middle so you know just just things like that so they give you a topic and then you go and i'll put my picture there and there's a meter that says empty or full and it is select an opponent, you know, in my range, because you're you have a skilled range, how many pictures you take, you know, and all that stuff. So basically, how many how many times have you voted in, in the app? And yeah. so anybody that's in around my thing can go against me. And so it will match me with someone and it'll be picture of the picture. And the, the way that I get traffic is by me voting. I'll vote for other people's pictures. Okay. And so what that does is it it basically it's like are you active on the app? No, if so you, you are, you can't they're just gonna link it to something and everything. No, no, no. You you okay. can't you can't bring in outside forces to kind of raid or anything. You can't like say like if I had a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, I don't I don't even think I have a thousand, but if um if you had all them and you, you, you said, here, go vote here. You know, you can't do that with this. This is strictly photographers against another photographer. And I believe that's how I got in this one was it was a uh, nature one or, or something like that. I have not taken a nature photography photo with my camera in a long time since before my surgery, it just kind of, everything just kind of got pushed back and weighed down. But tomorrow, I go to Nashville by myself, <laughs> which means I have time to go take some photos. So I may, I may do that depending on the weather. No tag longs this time. Yeah. I thought I was going to, going to get it last week, but my wife had along, which I'm, I'm happy she did. But you know, at when I started the week, she told me she wasn't going. So, but this time I'll, I'll be able to maybe take some, I may not feel like it. I may just be like, fuck it. I'm going home. Yeah, it's pretty interesting week. Uh, 
as people, as you can tell, I can still talk pretty decently, but I'm kind of reaching the end here because yeah. it's, uh, it starts hurting after a while. And then, you know, being at work all day had, had, has already played an effect on it. So, but I'm still here. Everything went well and everything's looking to be about the same. So that's good. I just wish just nerve would go ahead and connect. So it quits uh, zinging me. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk? Nope. That was it. Sweet. So thank you to everybody who's still with us. I think this is, I still love this format. I, I just love just getting on here and talking. I like it, but I just, I like it better whenever I have something really good to go. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean that. When there's a jewel, you know, a gem mm-hmm. that falls in your lap during that week or something is a lot better, but yeah, I like the format better. You could always think of old past stories. Like we could have told drunken stories. <laughs> you got plenty of them. Well, I don't remember them, but yeah, but you you are you are to find all those tapes and get them converted, Ugh. and then we can watch them. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye.